Welcome to the Holistic Icon Podcast, hosted by Dr. Nisha Chellam, a board-certified internist and holistic medicine specialist who understands the science of disease and the art of healing. Every week, Dr. Nisha gives you tips on how to take control of your health, because you are your best doctor. Here's your host and author of Transform Your Thyroid, Dr. Nisha Chellam. So good afternoon again. Welcome to our weekly podcast from Dr. Chellum. And I have Marina with me, our nutrition coach in the practice. Hello. So today, our, you know, we've been asking people what they would like to hear about. And one of the um, biggest questions is, you can go ahead. Um, biggest questions they ask is, is it even possible to be healthy? And um, is health actually elusive and uh, again and again I have people who come and tell me um, that they have a genetic trait so staying healthy is going to actually be very difficult and that's what we're going to cover today is it actually very difficult to stay healthy in this day and age sorry there was just a little disturbance there so we're going to talk about what are the main reasons we actually have a disease process or why do we think health is such a huge um um, drain, both um, when you look at our uh, economical um, investment in it, as well as the uh, really the time and the emotion that goes into staying healthy. So let's look at. I can still hear my voice. I know here too. So this time, instead of not having audio, we're having two times the audio. Yeah, double the audio. So let's uh, cut it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, I hope everybody can hear us well. I know the last time we went 20 minutes into the podcast, realized there was no audio. So if there's anyone out there, could you just let us know the audio is good and clear and you can actually hear us. So what we're going to go over today is um, how do you stay healthy? Is it even possible? And uh, why do we have the kind of practice we do? And um, is this the only way that we can actually get healthy um, is by uh, spending a lot of time in terms of health care. I think, first of all, one thing we need to flush out, too, is what does health actually mean? Because legitimately yesterday, two days ago, I had a call. And I said, you know, if somebody calls us, they're probably not feeling great. But so I asked them, you know, what's going on? And so their only interest was weight loss. And I started asking more questions. And like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like, I don't have any other symptoms. Nothing else is going on. And then they started telling me, well, I have high blood pressure, but it's well-controlled medication. I have um, what was it? high cholesterol, also well-controlled medication. And then just, like, you know, these things start creeping up after she was pregnant. And that was, her children are 30 now. So this has been going on for 30 years. Yep. But because it's well-controlled medication, she doesn't see it as an issue. And I think just all symptoms and underlying disease process that's going on telling you there's something wrong so just because something is controlled with medication if you are on medication that's not health so that's actually there is something called the um uh, a disease process actually reduces your uh, life years mm-hmm. uh, just managing the disease and sometimes your life years get reduced it's it's a term called daly d-a-l uh, why, where your disease process adjusts the amount, the lifespan. So a lot of people, and this is what has happened with the healthcare system, is it is true over a period of time, people who do not focus on health suddenly have this debt in their lives, which we call as disease. 
when you do not focus on your money flow, whether it be incoming money or outgoing money, you will land up with debt. It's the same it is with health too. When you don't focus on how you feel, what you're doing to your body or your mind, at the end of a number of years, you will find that there is a disease process. When, does, when your health becomes a focus, people of two kinds focus on their health. Number one, they, are, they grow in a family that's focused on health, like the mother is a yoga teacher, the father is in the fitness industry, or their parents have gone through a health crisis and they've learned to create a healthy atmosphere uh, at home, or their uh, physicians are um, scientists who work in the health industry and they seem to know what to do to keep health. Those are the kind, that's one group of people. The other group of people are people who've gone through the traditional health care system, have their multitude of diseases managed, but their symptoms never go away. And the symptoms are ones which cannot have, uh, that do not have a disease attached to it. For instance, fatigue. We've spoken about it. Um, the intermittent anxiety or bloating sensation in the stomach and all your test results come back normal, colonoscopy or the scopes through the top and the bottom, everything comes back normal. These are the people who will look for a different health care. What I want people to understand, and this is something that we like to educate people on, is every symptom you have is extremely important. There are no benign symptoms. And um, I know we are going to have our book released very soon. And now one of the things I talk about the symptoms, and I really, the best way to put it in layman's terms, there are mild symptoms, there are moderate symptoms, and then there are the screaming or severe symptoms. The mild symptom is something that you wake up with, and you can handle it on your own. You wake up with a headache, you take a medication, it goes away, you have a little bloating sensation, you take over-the-counter bantle or a prescription, and it goes away. The moderate symptoms is where you have pains, little chronic, you take Motrin and without the Motrin the pain still persists. You may at some point seek some uh, medical advice for that. And the severe ones are like cancer or a heart attack. Those are where you know you, they get your immediate attention or acute pain for that matter. So what I tell people is those mild symptoms always occur before your screaming symptoms. Very rarely do people just die of a heart attack without having have had some form of a mild symptom so many years prior to their heart attack, so many years prior to their cancer. So there are, I had written an article which was called The Five Reasons Why We can never get healthy, and I'm going to go over those five reasons and how we can actually um, combat that and actually address it. So let's look at reason number one. First of all, I want to say, you know, we think of our healthcare industry being very expensive. It is expensive because somehow, somewhere, we have trained people to think that their health is the healthcare, the system's responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the banks say your money is our responsibility. That's true. You put the money, whatever money you put in is what you will get out. You earn your money. Yes, you earn your money and you have to save it. You have to put it in the right investments to get money back or for it to grow. But somehow with health, we think 
if I have an insurance, I go to my doctor once a year, they take care of my health. We need to not outsource our health. That's the first and the most important point that I think needs to be in our, I want to impress upon people. Your health is 100% your responsibility. Your doctor is responsible in today's healthcare for your disease state. So you have hypertension, their job is to figure out all possible medications to control the high blood pressure. So they are managing the hypertension, they are not managing your health. Once again, your health is your responsibility and I cannot slice or dice it any other way. Now, the reason we are looking at the healthcare system is because we think, for instance, with the example Marina brought up, I see it all the time. I have young kids in their 20s come to me for an annual physical and when I'm doing their and, um, uh, family history, their parents would be probably in, the, in my age group. So I said, do your parents have any medical issues? And they always say, no, they're very healthy. So I'm like, so they don't take any medications. And the answer is, oh, the usual, blood pressure medicines, cholesterol yeah, the medicine. usual. <laughs> so we've made disease, it has become the norm. Like if you are 50 and 60, you don't take medications, you don't have a disease process, there's something wrong with you. You're out of the normal. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, this is where I, I always uh, coach uh, Dave Ramsey, who did the uh, money makeover. He always says, um, people say debt is normal. If debt is normal, be abnormal. So if disease is normal, I want you guys to remember you have to be abnormal because disease is not inevitable, it's a choice. So how does one um, understand disease? Why is that we're not approaching it the right way? The problem with the disease process is it is a process. The diseases that you get are infections. You get a urinary tract infection. You get the flu. You get um, a pneumonia. You can treat that with one medication, which is the antibiotics. The rest of the diseases, when it comes to high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, Hashimoto's, autoimmune, you develop these diseases over a period of time. And there are so many factors that go in that prevent the healing process or the repair process that the body is finally gives up and then you have the disease actually develop. So when you have a disease that develop and you're trying to address it with a drug, it never gets addressed. It just gets suppressed so much so that you're not, so when I reduce your pain without seeking the answer as to why you have the pain, We've, that attention from that pain has gone away, right? You're not no more focused on that pain because that pain is under control. You don't have a compelling reason to figure out why and fix it. And I think that's where our healthcare is failing a lot of people. When a patient comes in for pain, we have a 10 minute, at the most, I think seven minutes is the average visit. And we're giving a, yeah, we're just giving a drug and the patient walks away with a drug, which they think is the solution. But I want you to understand, I'm not against medicines. I prescribe medicines all the time in my practice. However, medications are an acute, like in an acute phase, you get the patient comfortable, but then you have to work on why does this person have this? What is in their way of healing or what is it that they need in order to heal? If I'm not asking those two questions, then I'm just serving the insurance company. I am serving their needs, which is you got a diagnosis, you got the drug, that is a standard guideline, and we're done. 
So unfortunately, that's how the healthcare system is designed. So for a doctor to keep their uh, doors open, they have to see somewhere between 25 to 30 patients a day in order to get reimbursed in order to actually do practice medicine, which I have chosen not to do. And that's why I do the almost a concierge service, but not completely, but our goal is to get people well that they need less of us. But at the same time, when they think of um, getting to um, seeing somebody who's suffering, that's our practice will be the first person that they will think about. So again, getting back to let's not outsource our health, take responsibility for your health. I cannot emphasize that enough. The other second part is uh, we think our health is priceless. It is priceless. It, I mean, I don't think it's like it's a MasterCard logo, right? It is priceless. You lose your health. People who lose their health are the ones who understand the value of health. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's one of those things you understand the value um, it brings in our life only when you lose it. Sounds like a song. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, um, we, uh, we don't think so much about our health till it starts seeking attention. But at the same time, when you go in to get a test done, because you bought this insurance, and I cannot blame anyone because I, I just paid 7000 for a three-month, um, what do you call the uh, premium? Premium, yeah. Yes. And obviously, when I'm going for health care, I'm going to ask, what can my insurance do? But you have to understand, we are paying into an insurance care system with the hope that when something catastrophic happens, I'm not going to lose my home, my insurance will kick in. And that's what really insurance is about. It has never been about preventive care because their um, definition of preventive care is a mammogram on a yearly basis or every two years, and they keep increasing the number of years between your screening. That's not preventative, by the way. That's early detection, which is a very big difference. Yes. So when you go into your doctors and say, you know, I'm here for my preventative screen, you can say, I'm here for my early detection screen, for my, whether it be a colonoscopy, whether it be a mammogram, because we're only trying to catch the disease early enough so it can be cured. But we're, again, not seeing. Are we allowed to say that? Are they allowed to say that? No, so it can be cured means it can, it's going to complete remission. Let's put the word remission. But when you say uh, we can catch it early enough that you don't have to worry about it coming back, but still for the first five years you see your oncologist because that fear that it's going to come back is always there because to begin with, we don't know why you had the breast cancer. We don't know why you had the colon cancer in our minds. We don't know the exact reason, but we know the general reasons why people get breast cancer and colon cancer. 90% of these cancers are our lifestyle. So nobody ever can sit down and talk to us about our lifestyle because our lifestyle is the hardest thing for us to change. So when you think your health is priceless, don't put a price on it. The price which people put on it is they will not go... Uh, sign up for yoga classes. I mean, it's like 60 bucks a month. Oh my mm -hmm. God, that's too much. Yeah. You go to a trainer, they charge you $65 an hour. That's too much. But at the same time, on a weekend, you go down to drink a couple of glasses of wine and a dinner, you're 110 down, yep. right, for that mm -hmm. week. So again, it's how you will value your house. Set aside some money for health, not for disease. Your insurance is going to cover your disease. It'll but cover a catastrophe. Catastrophic disease process or even your medications, actually. Some of them. 
before no before they get into Medicare age, a lot of the insurances. What I've noticed, like being in practice this many years, the most expensive drugs come in, they give the doctors free samples, yeah. right? And yeah. then they give coupon, they'll say, mm-hmm. have your patient get it, their copay will be only 25 bucks for that month. So the patient gets used to the drug and then after six months, pretty much you lose the coupon mm-hmm. and it's $400. And now your disease has been controlled by this drug and you want this drug, you're going to have to fund it with your HSA. So that's another process which the insurance does and we don't think about it that way. What I want you to understand is spend the time with the trainer or see a functional medical doctor or see a naturopath. Anybody who takes money because then you are their direct customer because when you use insurance, the insurance is our direct customer. I have to satisfy what the insurance requirements are, whether it be checking off the boxes that they want me to or giving the diagnosis. In fact, I used to have um, an insurance company call me and say, hey, you need to add these two diagnosis. And I'm like, I don't treat the person for this. It's an old injury, but it adds, it tells them that the patient I am seeing has a more severe diagnosis. Therefore, the reimbursement is more. So I really want you to understand they work off of your disease state. Only the only person who benefits from, from you being healthy is you. So invest in yourself. Don't put a price on your health. Um, because if your health is not your priority, it's no one else's. It's as, it's as simple as that. Then when, here's the other part that I think I, I have a real big pet peeve about this. Um, and so I'm going to have you guys um, uh, probably weigh in on this one. Dr. Chalam is going on a rant. I am going on a rant <laughs> when it comes to this. So you actually look at the medical malpractice lawsuits. It's doctors get sued over something that they did not do or create. There are a lot of medical lawsuits that are absolutely valid and should happen. But at at some point, you know, when you have, I do remember a friend of mine who had a patient who had a bleeding, um, it it was she, she had bleeding from the rectum. And so she was concerned about any young patient. There were no hemorrhoids. When she did the exam, she said, you need to have a colonoscopy. The patient didn't go for three years. Mm -hmm. And three years later, she started having stomach pain, went to the ER because she started bleeding again. And she had stage four cancer. And then she came back and sued the doctor saying, hey, you didn't tell me it was that important. That's mind boggling. She had given you a referral, they tried to follow up, you could not be traced because you changed your address, now you have it. It's like you didn't tell me that was important enough. And again, a person with long-standing hypertension doesn't take medicines. We cannot get them to change their lifestyle, suddenly have a stroke, the family's all over the doctor. It's like the blood pressure was never under control. I cannot effectively control a blood pressure when you're taking Adderall, when you're drinking, and when you're smoking even three or four medications, you're doing everything to get that medicines not to work. So again, the responsibility is 100% yours and 100% your doctors. You have to work together, not against each other. So that's another one is where we tend to be angry when something bad happens and we've been going to our doctor only once a year or every maybe twice a year and you take a medication but you don't do anything else to impact your health. 
Then the other one, which is really another big thing, is we in expect instant gratification. So you go to, you have a headache for, what, six months? And then you finally decide, you know, I've consulted Dr. Google. I've gone to Google University. I've consulted WebMD. I can get this uh, control of this. Let me go to my doctor. And it's almost instantaneously you want the pain to go away. A lot of times, there is a reason why you have pain. You got to get to the root cause. Yes, the pain medicine will reduce it, but once you stop taking the pain medicine, it's going to come back because you never address the root cause. So we really need to focus on, and a lot of times, this is, this is the other thing that happens. They come to a doctor. They say, you know, I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I feel tired. I just need my medicines changed. You change their medicine. If they don't feel better immediately, they don't come back to see you. Mm -hmm. They say, you know, and then they're back on their, um, you know, hunt for another doctor who can actually help them. As I always tell this to patients, you earn your disease process over 30, 35 years. One in two visits is not enough to get you under control. And nobody, everybody's stressor, whether it be internal and external stressors, are very different. So we really need to focus on why you have a symptom in order to get to the root cause. And I can tell you the fifth reason. Is there anything else I'm forgetting on this? Um, on number four. On number four? Number four. I mean, you know, if you really want health, which is not just taking a medication, it's getting at the underlying cause, that's not ever going to be an instant gratification thing. It's something you will have to work for it, and it can take some time because it's not a medication. So, you know, just being able and willing to put in the effort, which is really how you get your health back anyways is putting in the effort. That comes to the uh, point number five. Perfect. Yes, <laughs> it is a journey to illness. So it has to be a journey back to wellness. So you have, let's say, psoriasis, or you have eczema, or you have something more uh, serious like um, rheumatoid arthritis. That you earned over a period of time. We have to look at all the reasons why you got it in order to get you better. Having those, you know, just getting a cream for psoriasis, once you stop the cream or once you stop the light therapy, it's going to all come back. we got to get to the underlying causes of why you have these issues. So once again, I know it looks like I'm harping over the same issues, but literally your health is your responsibility. You have to work with a doctor who will put in the 100% effort to get you better. And you have to put in the 100% effort because what you're doing or what you're not doing is keeping you in the state in which you are. Uh, now, I'm not really sure if anybody has any questions or if there's... Um, oh, thank you, Maggie. I'm glad the audio is working fine. So... Um, because it's been a long time. We've spoken a long <laughs> a few minutes now, I'm, so I'm really happy about that. So getting to the five reasons why we are not healthy as a nation is, number one, we don't take responsibility for our own health. We don't invest in our health early enough or long enough to stay healthy. Um, number three is, um, what is that? Uh, we blame outside sources. Is that one? Yeah, we do. We actually blame somebody else when we have a catastrophic diagnosis. Um, we have to make a journey to wellness because we made a journey to illness. And I know I'm missing something else. Um, the, uh, the patient's part of it. Patient, though the word patient means sufferer, 
A patient has to be patient because when you have a process, even though it may seem like, you know, I just woke up and I have back pain, it may seem an acute process at that point, but for you to have that back pain, you've had intermittently something going on that has, you know, got on to the point where your joints have degenerated or there's an inflammatory process. Just take note of even the mild symptoms because the mild symptoms are just a flag that there is something deeper that we need to look at. Um, some doctors only treat the symptoms, not wanting to get to the cause of the symptoms. So it's a very good point, Nina, but here's what you have to understand. Like I said, when you have 25 patients and you have only seven minutes for a patient, remember the word patient means sufferer. The job of a doctor is always the best interest of the patient, which means I need to reduce your suffering right now. When you, almost the patient's expectation at this point, too, with this model and system that we have. So exactly. It does go both ways. Yeah, because I know you go to a doctor. If I, I can tell you, I, I used to work at the VA, and I used to have the guys come in with a high cholesterol. And I had just started my journey into functional medicine. And I remember talking to one this very distinctly to this patient, very happy-go-lucky guy. I said, hey, your cholesterol is high. We have two options. One is I get you on the statin right now. Or we try four months of lifestyle, and I'll give you all the things you have to do and what, how you can slowly shift. And then we can repeat and see if you actually need the cholesterol-lowering medicine. And he said, hey, doc, I'll be very honest. I Just, just give me the medicine because I'm not going to do anything different. That's our mentality because high cholesterol doesn't cause any pain. It's just going to cause sudden death, and we don't think about it, right? So that's the problem. So we as a consumer need to make that shift in our mind. And once again, when you look at insurance, all insurance practices are the same. Some doctors, when they're just starting practice, spend a lot of time, but as they get busy and they begin to see that the insurance does not reimburse a lot of their care, then they start looking at time and volume. So it becomes a volume-based system. If you're really looking for quality care, then you need to find that kind of a doctor that has the time where you are a direct consumer of the care. Right now, you're an indirect consumer. Your insurance is the main consumer. What the insurance does is they have a set protocol to cut down their costs. Your premium doesn't get cut down, but what they give out gets cut down, so doctors have to work on the checklist. Over the years, I can tell you the amount insurance has changed, how my practice has to operate so that I can get my reimbursement has been horrendous, which is why I finally gave up insurance. That's not, I don't want to be focusing. I have three other people in my office to handle what insurance will and will not reimburse. I'd rather look at my patient and see what you need, what you're suffering from, why you have it, and actually work with you directly. So I think you have to look at um, who you are going to. So it's exactly like you go to McDonald's and you want a filet mignon, I guess you're in the wrong place, right? You want to go, if you're going to the regular medical office, you're going there for acute care or you're going there for chronic management, not for resolution, or you're going there because, you know, you need more testing. But if you're actually going to get your health back, you need to find someone who though the practice of medicine is supposed to be to get people back to health and wellness, you have to go to somebody who can actually get you in that journey back to wellness. I hope um, that answers because 
I have to tell you, most doctors truly want their patients to get well, but in the current system, it's almost impossible to focus on that. Mm -hmm. And you see the more and more doctors moving more towards direct patient care, which, you know, that doesn't cover, insurance doesn't cover that? or No, no, or? DPC is actually a monthly membership. Okay. And so you have, a, um, you know, unlimited visits some people do, some people do limited visits or extra for, um, you know, acute care, but they have availability. You can directly partner with your doctor. In fact, if you really look at it, today's insurance, you have deductibles. So not only are you paying your premium, you have a deductible. Each time you go in to see the doctor, you may have to put in 65 or 100 bucks extra over and above what your insurance is going to pay. So either way, you're paying for your health care. Might as well use it to go see a doctor who can actually take care of you, resolve your issues, and after that, all you have to do is true maintenance of your state of health, given how many years um, you know it has been gone your health state and so recovery process also takes some time. Usually it takes about two to three years for you to recover from any chronic health disorder which is lifestyle induced, assuming you have a good pathway to change your lifestyle. So um, I think the takeaway points is you have to be responsible, you have to be very proactive, you have to partner with the right people and you have to understand it is Disease is actually a choice, and it's a choice because it's what you do and what you choose not to do. The genetics do play an important role. It puts you at a higher risk to get, um, hi Mickey, it puts you at a higher risk to get a certain um, disease process, but it doesn't um, uh, like guarantee that you're going to, like if you have a family full of diabetics, it doesn't mean you will become a diabetic or you're always going to be a diabetic. That's how I started my journey. I've always said this, nine of my aunts and uncles, all of them have diabetes. My mother is a diabetic and I almost thought I would become a diabetic before I learned about functional medicine and now I know I'll never be a diabetic. It doesn't matter what runs in my family. It's really, if you live your life the way your family lives, then you will get the diseases that your family has. Mm -hmm. you, you have to shift that. You have to shift your environment and you can shift your risk factor for those diseases. And we even had a client come in today who, I mean, you can have your genetics. It will show that predisposition on your blood work for a lot of genes mm -hmm. now. We actually had a client today who I think has been with us for maybe six months or so. Um, when she did her follow-up blood work after she'd done detox with us and has been seeing us for several months, half a year, um, her genetics actually has changed. And so she's not at risk anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's just something like we're not used to thinking of genetics that way. We just think it's the solid thing that it is what it is and that's it. We have no control over it. But that's not true. Your environment dictates what your genetics will actually do. So how it manifests. So actually genes can be turned on and off. They're called mutations and you can actually live your life such that you can turn off certain genes. Now, there are uh, hardcore like the chromosomal abnormalities right. and deletions and additions that you cannot change, but even though the quality of life can be improved if you create an environment that you get the best out of your genetic material rather than just focus on everything that's bad because if you give the same atmosphere where the bad genes are going to be expressed, so genetic is just information, it has to get translated. If the translation is good and then you'll find that your disease process will not happen. So you don't have to be, you're not cursed with the disease. It's just, you just have to change your environment. 
So um, I don't think there's any, there are any other questions, right? Uh, where can I find a doctor like you? So I don't know which uh, where you live. You can actually go to um, ifm.org. So it's at the Institute of Functional Medicine.org and put down your particular city or your zip code and you can see functional medical providers around your area if you want somebody closer to where you are. A lot of functional medical doctors also do online because remember this is about wellness. You are your best doctor and we always say that. So you can actually um, schedule an online appointment with one of them if you are in an area where there are no functional medical doctors. Mm -hmm. I hope that answers your question, Nina. Yeah, and we do have um, online programs here as well, Nina, too. Yes, so. we do. Yeah, we do have online programs. Again, we, you know, it takes a little bit of a process, and we do like to have our patients be well-educated and empowered. So uh, give us a call, too, and we can guide you as to what we can do for you or if we can do anything for you at all. With you. All with you, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to circle back to last week's podcast where we talked about kidney stones, we actually had another client come in today and tell me his whole search. I never knew this, but he had a history of kidney stones for five years, I think he said. He would have them every three months. He would have a kidney stone. And since he's been seeing us, um, he has had one, and that one wasn't a newly developed one, as you all just looked at, the, you know, the previous ones. And he said that was just an old one that, you know, he... Got a little dehydrated for a weekend and um, was skiing and was in ele higher elevation, so it got a little dislodged. But um, yeah, so in probably eight months, nine months, he's had one kidney stone versus without every three months which he was having. Yeah. So when you really look at it, yeah, that's a lot of inflammation every three months. So when that inflammation goes away, you you basically can live your life. Because sometimes, you know, we tend to tolerate a lot of these symptoms, and that's another reason why the system survives. Because people will tolerate symptoms. They will continue to live their life uh, suboptimally. If you refuse to have these issues, you will find more and more doctors will convert to doing the kind of practice that we do, which is really focus on the root cause and get you to feel better and get you to understand your own needs. I think that's really what most people are confused about I don't know what to do for myself because no matter what if I do what my neighbor does it doesn't work for me because you are different we are all there's only one of you what do they call it you're a limited edition and there's only one of you so you have to know because your environment is your unique environment your genetic makeup is your own genetic makeup and we have to figure out how to help you based on what, who you are and what you do. And that's the thing though too is you can make a difference for yourself and we're just so used to hearing this is genetic, this is, you know, you you take medicine for cholesterol, you, you know, nobody ever talks about you have power in any of this. So yeah. it's just understanding that you do. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be stuck with this. Nina, you're in Detroit. You should come check us out. We're in Novi. <laughs> so we're we like right down the highway from you. Right. Uh, and, you know, Nina, you can come to a workshop first. See yeah. how you connect with us. And, you know, we have another one. I, we have one this evening. Uh, it might be too, um, you know, late for you to come for that because it is at 6 o'clock, which is two hours from now. But you could come to the one on the 22nd. So a few things. Go check out our website, holisticicon.com. You can come to either one of our seminars or you can come to our workshop. Because our goal is to educate people. We really want only well-educated people to our practice. Not because we cannot help other people. It just makes it a more uh, easier and a, a pleasant journey 
for most people who are um, who are well educated and open to this kind of practice. So as we wrap up, we'll also get into our food as medicine tip for tip for the day. And what do you have today? <laughs> Today's a new one. Um, what's the stuff called? The mushroom teas and coffees yeah. that we have here. So we just got some of those delivered to our office, actually. Uh, reishi, reishi, reishi. Is that how you say it? Which one? The the mushroom reishi. Right? Oh, yeah. Reishi. <laughs> By the way, this looks like a nice whiskey bottle, but it's actually coffee in sachets. And it's, um, and that's what I'm drinking. So it is, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to tell them a little more about the mushroom, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of like a big thing right now, too. So we got these little, this is the tea pack, and then we also have a coffee packet of it. But it's the tea or the coffee with this mushroom in it. Um, it has a ton of health benefits, including vitamin C, which I believe it has more than oranges do, uh, more calcium than milk, um, it has omega-3s, protein, um, antioxidants, I don't know why I wrote down spinach, but, <laughs> and it also has magnesium, I think as much as is in broccoli, actually, so it has a wide range of health benefits. You probably put the antioxidant for more antioxidants than spinach, greens have a lot of antioxidants. Now it's more antioxidants than blueberries. Oh, but the other thing also, though she mentioned calcium in milk, the calcium in milk is useless, just so you guys know, but the milk, calcium in this is probably very good. So that's again, um, the company is um, Organo and they have uh, the coffee and if you want the coffee just call our office and we will order those for you or the green tea. And the green tea as well, yeah. And so overall it has a lot of anti-inflammatory benefits, um, helps with your immune system. They've been studying it for um, its anti-cancerous properties as well. Absolutely. But like we always see, these supplements, these are only supplements. Remember, they are supplements. That means they're supplementing your core. The core is you. Your habits, your mindset have to change. And the supplements actually work towards your benefit. Just supplements is really money down the drain. Or the toilet. Or the toilet whichever way you want to put it. So hopefully that's uh, good enough information for today. Um, the bottom line is, remember there's only one good doctor and that is always you. Alright, we'll see you guys next week on Wednesday for episode number 8. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us on the Holistic Icon Podcast. Subscribe for the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes or visit holisticicon.com to listen to past episodes. Want to take control of your health and live a life of wellness? Dr. Chellum's best-selling book, Transform Your Thyroid, teaches you how to overcome fatigue, depression, weight gain, and more, and is available on Amazon.com.